Thursday, February 14th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Usually on a Thursday, we have the lovely and talented Steve Wiltfunk checking in on recruiting from Indianapolis. Steve is on vacation, so we went to the big guns this week, the Dean. Bill Curlick is here to chat with you. Dean, how are you this fine morning? Columbus, Ohio, a bit gray, looking a little snowy, but uh, up and at him and, and ready to go here this morning, Dan. Fine weather report, similar forecast in Dayton, although thankfully I live in a town with its own water supply because the entire county is on a boil advisory here, which is terrible, but I digress. We're going to take it from the top here. We are going to talk about some of the real big candidates Ohio State is chasing in the class of 2020. Not a lot solid, but there is some intrigue going out there, and we are going to start with what else and who else, Brian Breezy. Defensive end extraordinaire from the Washington, D.C. suburbs, Maryland specifically. He has been a prime target for Ohio State for several years, an early developer. One of your earliest crystal balls. How do we feel about the recruitment of Brian Breezy? Obviously, to go over his offer list is to talk about the best of the best in college football. What's your latest vibe on arguably the top player in the class? Well, you know, there's been a lot of uh, talk of other schools, uh, particularly Clemson, Georgia, uh, Penn State a little bit. Um, but, you know, high State fans, some of them are starting to jump off the ledge that a high State maybe has no chance at Brian Breezy, that there's crystal ball picks for him elsewhere, that type of thing. And, and I will say that uh, so many times crystal ball picks get changed. Um Ohio State is still in the running for Brian Breezy. You know, you, you look at his top schools right now, and Ohio State is one of them. Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Penn State, um, Alabama, Michigan. You know, those schools are, are his top schools. Ohio State is not off the list. Now, having said that, I also get asked about crystal balling him to Ohio State, which I did very, very early. I saw Brian at Ohio State's camp. Uh, a number of years ago, as you mentioned, Dan, when he was young, and uh, in talking to those that uh, are familiar with Brian, you know, they they told me how much he likes Ohio State or liked Ohio State at that time, and I don't think that has changed. I think he still really does like Ohio State. Uh, now, having said that, um, the other schools are, are certainly making a you know a hard pitch for him, and certainly Clemson, Georgia, et cetera, have a shot at him. And if I were going to just start my crystal ball pick on Brian right now, I wouldn't pick anybody. I don't think he knows right now where he's going. I, I wouldn't pick anyone right now as the school, but I've had that pick there for so long. Ohio State is still definitely in the running for Brian Breezy that uh, that I'm not going to change it at this point. Um, and, again, I'll get back to it. Ohio State still is in the running for Brian Breezy. Has Breezy ever let everyone know when he will announce, or is it just one of the things when he gets the vibe? I don't think he has a – well, I know he doesn't have an exact uh, date picked out or anything like that yet. He is planning to take official visits, and, uh, you know, I think that will determine a lot of, you know, how he goes about the rest of his recruitment process. Another super high-profile kid who was committed elsewhere and now seems to be 
looking around, and there's some vibes about Ohio State as Fred Davis the second, a cornerback. Perhaps Ohio State fans uh, bit off more than they could chew here. Well, he's uh, he's another kid that uh, uh, Ohio State has a shot at. Uh, again, uh, there's a lot of competition for Fred Davis. He's one of the top defensive backs in the country. Ohio State has been in contact with him, Jeff Hafley, I should say, since he took over as the Ohio State defensive backs coach. And, you know, I think uh, Fred Davis could end up at Ohio State, but I, I would not be right now um, crystal balling him to Ohio State or, or anyone else really at this point. I think it's a, a little bit early. I think he's going to go through the process more. Ohio State, obviously, he's from Jacksonville Trinity Christian. They have uh, – um, you know, the the history there of, of recruiting guys from that school. So I think they have a shot. But, uh, again, at this early point, and you look at the crystal ball, there's only right now three crystal ball predictions in for Fred Davis, um, not one of which is mine at this point. I just don't think um, that he is close enough to making a decision at this point that uh, anybody has, a, you know, there's a clear indication of where he's going to end up. Yeah, Breezy and Davis will be targets till the end. Both been recently crystal balled to Clemson, so you can see that Dabo and Co. are taking advantage of the momentum. Bill, it's not common that one high school has three kids in one class offered by Ohio State, but that is the case with St. John's Military in D.C., Mikhail Sherman, Raheem Jarrett, and Trey Williams. Trey Williams, shocker, committed to Clemson. There's a theme developing here. What do you think the chances are? For Ohio State with the other two, I uh, felt very good about Jarrett along the way. How do you feel about it? Well, let me, let me start with, with Williams real quick. Uh, you, know, you, you mentioned Shocker, uh, as you said, and, and Williams. You were being facetious about Shocker. He's going to Clemson. And, you know, it would be a Shocker if that one changed. I, I think Trey Williams is going to stay with Clemson. He's committed there, and I don't see that one changing. So, um, uh, on the other hand, I, I like Ohio State's chances. I tend to like their chances with uh, Rakeem Jarrett and with Mikhail Sherman. Now, uh, I was asked, uh, yesterday in the Dean's office, uh, about rumors that, uh, Jarrett is a silent commitment for Ohio State. And, you know, I, I'm not buying that at all. I think Jarrett is highly considering Ohio State. And, um, you know, I was asked about a couple kids, kids being silent commitments to Ohio State, one of which I know is not. Um, I just think, you know, Rakeem Jarrett really likes Ohio State. He loves what Brian Hartline has done with the wide receivers and, uh, you know, coaching-wise and everything and in the attack, uh, passing attack of Ohio State. I just think he likes Ohio State a lot. Is it a done deal? No, I don't think it is. I think he's going to um, continue to consider Ohio State. And you get over to Mikhail Sherman, you know, he's not even planning to announce um, till signing day. Um, that's his plan right now. So I think there's a long way to go on that one. But, again, in both cases, where Ohio State stands right now, I definitely like the Buckeyes' position. If you want to get a little more depth on the D.C. kids, the East Coast recruiting guy for 24-7 sports, Brian Doan, has done a 10 players to know in the District of Columbia's 2020 class, and that trio leads the crew, as one might suspect. All right, let's finish with this. We've talked ad nauseum here about Ryan Day shifting the focus slightly back to Ohio. Who in the class of 2020 or just anybody in Ohio is running hot on the Buckeyes' radar right now? Who could be the next guy to get an offer? Give us every, give everybody a taste of uh, what's going on in the Buckeye State. Well, I think 
you know, when you when you look at Ohio, obviously the class of 2020, the priority is to keep Paris Johnson in the class, and I, I think that's going to happen. You know, Paris has made a couple of visits. He's still committed to Ohio State. He's visited Notre Dame. He's visited Tennessee, for instance. Uh, but I, I like Ohio State's chances of keeping him in the class, and that's that's number one. Uh, after him. You know, you've got uh, Darion Henry, the uh, defensive lineman from Cincinnati, a uh, tremendous prospect, and a guy that I've long had crystal ball to Ohio State. I, you know, I think that the Buckeyes are in good position there. Um, you know, I'd say shocker. I, I would be shocked uh, at, at this point if Darion Henry does not end up at Ohio State. And if you look at <laughs> the defensive end situation with, with – Zach Harrison and Noah Potter in the 2019 class, and uh, one of your favorites, Dan, Jack Sawyer, already committed for the 2021 class. If they can get Darion Henry, um, you know, what a tremendous group out of Ohio defensive linemen that would be. And, you know, maybe Darion Henry ends up as a tackle at some point, but uh, right now he's a defensive end, and, and my goodness gracious, you know, if you talk about guys like Harrison and Potter and Henry and Sawyer, you know, I don't know if Larry Johnson will ever retire with guys like that. But, um, you know, so he, he's another one certainly keep in mind. Uh, DeMonte Traham from Akron. Uh, I certainly love Ohio State's chances there. And he wants to uh, kind of target the springtime as his decision-making time. So that's another one to keep in mind. So you know, there's some things, I think, come March and April uh, with the Ohio class that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you see some more uh, Ryan Day has mentioned emphasizing Ohio. If you see some more Ohioans in the Buckeyes 2020 and 2021 class, you know, uh, nothing to say that some of those guys won't make decisions early and become Buckeyes. It does seem nice here as we wrap things up that Ryan Day's focus on Ohio coincides with Ohio having some really, really highly ranked players at key positions over the next few years. There's some luck involved with that. Who are the Buckeyes to turn away a little bit of luck? We appreciate Bill for stopping by. Your man Steve Wolf will be back next week. Nutters, have a good one.